never made one myself, but my mum makes a great Christmas dinner. And I know there's a lot of care and timing that goes towards these things. I know, for instance, that the turkey needs to go in the oven at a certain time on a low temperature, and you need to cook it through so that it's cooked all the way through, not just on the outside, but also on the... Is that right? Yeah, yeah I'm right? Great. One year stood out to me more than others uh, in terms of our Christmas dinner, and probably not for the best reasons. Uh, for no one's fault of their own, our Christmas turkey went in the oven on too high of a temperature, and it caused the turkey to be cooked really well on the outside, but not so well on the inside. And it's what you would probably call raw. Um, and after much deliberation, us as a family decided we had to throw our Christmas turkey in the bin. And as you can imagine, the tension sat around the dinner table as we tucked into our roasted veg and our ham slices from Tesco's. It's fair to say it wasn't what I was expecting. And I remember saying to myself in the moment, this is not what I pictured. This is not what I imagined Christmas dinner to look like. And it's probably fair to say that many of us in the room have had a similar thought or experience about life itself. Maybe you've come to here today with a, a, a moment or thought of, I wasn't expecting life to look how it does right now. Maybe you've come in, in here with uh, issues in your work, at jobs. Maybe you've come in here with financial difficulties or health reasons. And you think to yourself, I'm not expecting life to be how it is right now. I wasn't expecting life to be like this. I want to say to you this morning, actually, that Jesus tells us in John 10.10, that that's not how he imagined or pictured our lives to be. And that's not, he wa- not what he wants for our life. In John 10.10, 10, Jesus says that the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. You know, Jesus entered our lives. He entered our world so that we could experience his. And I just want to share with you for a couple moments this morning about this life that Jesus is talking about. And I believe that this life that Jesus is talking about is one of fullness of hope, fullness of love, and fullness of joy. It's one of fullness of hope because we know that hope is an expectation of what is to come. It's an expectation of what is to come. And it's not that Jesus came and said we would never have hard times. He actually said we would have hard times in this life. But the difference now is a life with Jesus means that we know these hard times are temporary. They won't last These hard times that we go through, they won't last. In Jesus, we have a hope that goes beyond our current circumstances and situations. It's an eternal hope. It's a hope that goes beyond this life. So so no matter what we go through or what we've been through, we can have a hope in Jesus. And the Bible tells us to fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. So not, not to fix our eyes on our circumstances and the things that we're going through, but to fix our eyes on Jesus, the one who never changes and never will, the one who's our eternal hope. And another big inspiration in my life, Princess Leia says this, hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you see it, you'll never make it through the night. And it's true, actually. Hope is not expecting what we already see. It's expecting what we don't yet see, but expect one day we will see in our lives. So whatever the journey, whatever we're going through, we can have a hope in Jesus. That means no matter what we go through, we know that these hard times are temporary. And that gives us strength to walk through the hard times and the trials that we will face in this life and 
I remember in my life, I'm a, I'm a part-time youth worker here at church, but I also used to have a, a part-time job working with autistic kids. And uh, I would do three days here and two days here, two days working with autistic kids. And I, I loved it. I loved the challenge. I loved going into work. It was different every day. Uh, and financially, it was really good for me. It, it meant I was able to live with a family here at church. Uh, and I really enjoyed doing that. And about two months into the job, I remember the manager calling me into his office. And to be honest, I was expecting him to congratulate me, uh, say well done for how hard I'd been working. Uh, but what he actually did, that's what I was expecting. What he actually d did was he let me go from my job. He made me redundant. He said that we couldn't afford to keep me in my role. So I lost my job. And you know, the hard time was still there. I still lost my job, but the difference was I had a hope that meant even though this was going on, I knew it was going to be okay. And in that room, in that moment, I was the one actually comforting my manager, not my manager comforting me. It was amazing. My perspective was on Jesus, not on my circumstances. Jesus came to bring fullness of hope. He also came to bring fullness of love. And in the Bible, it says that God is love. God himself is love. And we heard it this morning, love came down. Jesus was born in a manger. He came and entered our world. The God of the universe was born into a baby's manger. Why? Because he wanted you to experience the love he has for you. The God of the universe becomes a baby in a manger. God comes to the least and the last. He discounts no one. He enters our world. He enters our pain. He enters our humanity. The Son of God became the Son of Man, so the sons of man would become sons of God. God wants us to be part of his family. He wants us to experience and share in this love and this fullness of love that he has for us. It doesn't matter if you're here today and you're 7 or 70. It doesn't matter how far away you feel from God. The truth is, and we find it in the Bible, it says God is love, and God loved you so much that he sent his one and only son into the world so that we could share in this eternal life, this fullness of life that Jesus was talking about. And I'm stood here today because of what Jesus has done in my life. I remember at, at the age of 18, I was in a very different place to, to where I am now. I was very anxious. Uh, I felt very lonely. I didn't know God's love to the extent I do today. Uh, and I was just going from one place to another, trying to find this love and this affirmation in all the wrong places. And it wasn't until the age of 18 I went to a Christian youth camp and um, someone was talking about God's love. And they said, if you want to know and experience this love, why don't you pray? Why don't you open your hands? And it was in that moment that God met me. It was in that moment that I realized these words I'd read on the paper, God loves you, actually became truth. It became a truth for me in that very moment. And my life's never been the same since. I know God loves me. And I've, I've got to experience that fullness of love that Jesus talks about. And it's the same for you, no matter where you're at today, Jesus wants to come and reveal that fullness of love that is found in the life that he gives. He is love, and he came to bring fullness of love. And lastly, Jesus is fullness of joy. I, I, I don't know what your experience of Jesus is today. I don't know what you've come in thinking about Jesus, but my experience of Jesus is to be one of immense joy. I know that a life with Jesus brings joy, and that's what I love, and Jesus didn't come to bring rules. He came to bring a relationship, and that relationship brings life and adventure and fun. And I want to say there's a difference between joy and happiness as well. Happiness is based on your circumstances. It's based on the external things, the things that go on around you. 
Joy actually is, is based on an internal decision to be grateful. And that's based upon a person, and that person is Jesus, who's already done everything. He's already won the victory in our lives. And I want to encourage us this morning to uh, find joy, actually, in the midst of whatever's going around you. you. Like I said, you may have come with different trials or different circumstances this morning, but actually, even though those external things are going on, we're the ones that get to choose to be joyful on the internal, on the inside, no matter what's going on around us. And this life that Jesus is talking about isn't like a toy or a gadget or a car that you have to upgrade every couple of years. Actually, this, this life that Jesus is talking about is one of immense joy. It's one that will never change. It's one that is satisfying. It's one that you can find life and fullness of life and joy in. And one of the keys to experiencing and finding this fullness of joy is actually to live a life of thankfulness, to lead a life of thankfulness. And I know personally in my life, I'm thankful for so many things. I'm thankful for an amazing family. I'm thankful that I've got a, a place to be this Christmas. I'm thankful for presents at Christmas. I'm thankful for my amazing church family. Thank, I'm thankful for incredible young people that I get to serve and love. And I'm thankful for, for loads of things in my life. But I know that Jesus was the one that gave me those things. And when I become thankful, when I start to thank God for those things, something happens on the inside of me. I, I don't know what, but I know it's good. I know that when I'm thankful, God does something inside of me. And I become more joyful because I'm, I'm focusing on what Jesus has done, not what he hasn't. I'm focusing on Jesus, not on my circumstances. And I want to encourage us to be doing that this Christmas, to focus on what Jesus has done in our life, to become grateful, to become thankful, because when we do, something happens on the inside of us, and we get a glimpse, to, and we get to experience this fullness of joy, which Jesus is talking about. And I just want to finish uh, just by wrapping this up, but I wonder if the band could come and join me back on the stage. And I want to say the, the good news is that God wants to meet you where you're at this morning. God wants to meet you where you're at. We know that Jesus came to bring life. He came to bring fullness of hope, fullness of love, and fullness of joy. And there's an opportunity for us to experience and know that love today and that life today. And in the Bible, it says that Jesus made the first move, basically. It says in the Bible that God stands at the door of our heart and knocks. But he's patient. God is patient. And he's waiting for us to open the door, actually, to him to experience that life. You know, he's the only one who can exceed your expectations. He's the only one who can do more than you could ask or imagine. And I would love for us to be able to experience and know that life today.